Welcome to the VIP podcast. <laughs> Not related to the Pamela Anderson film of Ray <laughs> wow, Flame. Wow. <laughs> I, I had completely forgotten about that uh, <laughs> that part, that movie. Thankfully, I never watched it. Thankfully, uh, we are the Video Insiders. I'm Carlos Pacheco, and I'm Tom Martin, and we are video insiders <laughs> yeah so we are two industry uh youtube industry professionals that have been working on the front lines of youtube for many many years and this podcast basically takes you behind the scenes of what it's like to work in the youtube industry yes it does this week we have a special episode but first before we talk about who we have on the show let's talk about who supports the show TubeBuddy has been our founding sponsor since the beginning. And just insider notes, the guest this week is the founder of TubeBuddy, Phil Starkovich. The reason we had him on isn't just because, you know, TubeBuddy sponsors the show. It's because he's been in the community for many years and he's just an awesome person. TubeBuddy has a, you know, personality, Andrew Kwan, who creates a lot of videos, but I always I was always curious about Phil and how he created TubeBuddy and why and how that came about. And I thought this would be an awesome opportunity. Even if TubeBuddy wasn't our sponsor, I would have made the effort to have him on the show. So I was really happy to have him on the show. Those of you that don't know uh, what TubeBuddy is, TubeBuddy is a suite of software tools, a web app and a Chrome extension uh, that helps you manage a number of tools that helps you manage your youtube channel more efficiently as well as providing a host of insights around trends and you can actually get a exclusive discount for a multi-channel license with tubebuddy by visiting videoinsiders.fm forward slash tubebuddy Thank you, TubeBuddy. Thank you, Phil. And um, this will be a really interesting conversation. Yeah. You know, before we start, I just wanted to say, you know, you know, you said that you would have interviewed Phil, whether he was a founder of the sponsoring company or not. And I totally agree because, you know, Phil has been in this industry a long, long time. And I've actually got a, a cool little meeting story about how me and Phil first crossed paths. And this was before TubeBuddy even existed and so way way back in 2013 maybe 2014 i started this tiny tiny little website called faq tube where i wrote tiny tiny blogs that not that many people read and then i wrote one about how to optimize youtube annotations or something like that maybe it was like how to maybe it was the new annotations that were coming in at the time as opposed to the old school annotations we used to draw a box around something and in the comments was a young gentleman by the name of phil starkovich sharing news of his web website which i believe was something along the lines of copy youtube annotations.com <laughs> and it would allow you to copy your annotations from one video to another and I was like, oh, thanks, Phil. This, this tool looks really cool. You know, happy to share it with the audience. And then that went on to become uh, later turned into TubeBuddy. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's um, so. Yeah, I should have really asked him for some shares in the company <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Big business mistake, uh, Phil. If you're listening, I'm still happy to take some retrospective <laughs> shares from you. Um, but yeah, let's you know. 
I'm really, really keen to see. I, I did give you some questions before you spoke to Phil, so I'm, I'm uh, really interested to hear the answers to those and what else Phil's got to say about the industry because, you know, he is really in the front lines every yep. single day. Let's get to it. So, Phil, welcome to our podcast, finally. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah, excited yeah. to be here. Nice. I'm very happy to hear you, uh, have you here because usually we only hear about from Andrew. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I make exceptions for, for certain people and, uh, you know, here we are. You got me on and, and, and I'm excited. I, honestly, I dragged you into this. <laughs> A little bit. But, you know, we, we deal with so many creators in front of the camera all day. Um, yep. You know, I can't, I can't hide forever. So, so yes. here I am. Yep. Trust me, I know exactly how you feel because I'm not a in front of the camera person. So, you know, even the, the podcast thing sometimes is a little bit of a struggle for me. I want to get to the bottom of what makes TubeBuddy TubeBuddy. And I want to talk about like the history and, you know, what's brought you to this to to this moment, right? Sure. You know, looking up, uh, looking up at you guys, I was seeing that you guys are five years old, but you've been doing this for over 12 years. Yep. Tell me how, how things got started. How did, how did all this get started? Or how was it when you started? Yeah, it, it actually got started before YouTube. We had a product for MySpace way back what? in the day. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, I, was, I, I live in San Diego, and I created this physical surfing product and found that I could use MySpace to kind of target surfers in San Diego and kind of reach out to them and sell this product to them. Um, wow. The product was a failure, but, but the good <laughs> news is... Um, I spent a lot of time kind of manually doing these things, trying to do my marketing. And as a programmer, realized I could automate it. And we kind of built some automated marketing pieces for MySpace. Wow. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. I mean, it kind of made me realize the power of social media and, it, you know, obviously early on. And, um, you know, eventually YouTube came out. We kind of, you know, looked into YouTube a little bit. This was before Google owned YouTube kind of transition some of those MySpace tools over to YouTube um, early on. And did it work the same way? Um, it, it worked in a fairly similar fashion, um, which is, you know, a lot different than what we do at TubeBuddy. Um, it was more on kind of marketing automation and um, not necessarily things that, you know, we wanted to invest all our time into and energy. I, I feel like there's kind of a, a gray line there where, some automated marketing can be spammy. Um, so we really wanted to get out of that and kind of into TubeBuddy. And, you know, early on, um, YouTube was a bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember the website, but just, you know, user profiles had different background colors, videos, choppy, yeah. you know, people's home bandwidth and, you know, just getting the site to run was difficult. So working with it um, was never easy. Yeah, it's, it's it's easy to forget how how much uh, YouTube has evolved, and when, when you said it, it, amazes, it reminds me how much you know YouTube used to be a little bit more like MySpace, a little bit more customizable. Mm -hmm. You know, very user sort of like could could create their whole wallpaper and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff, right? I remember yeah. that's when I that's when I was getting into YouTube, and I was like, oh, this is great. And then YouTube was YouTube, and yeah, <laughs> for better or worse. I mean, there's definitely. You know, the, the YouTube one where it kind of ties everything together is, yeah. uh, you know, great in its own way, but, but did definitely 
pull away some of that creativity and customization from the user, which people were outraged about and then eventually kind of accepted it like like everything else it seems on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like you've sort of uh, transcended to my next question. It was sort of like about the fact that, you know, it's evolved a lot over the last 12 years. It used to be a little bit more open in terms of tools. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Because again, like one of one of my feelings, and I I came before I got into YouTube. I was in advertising, and uh, you know, I always sort of like see Google as a tools company. And uh-huh. what I feel as as time goes, they sort of dumb down everything, or they just you know start taking away, stripping away features that mm-hmm. are super powerful. And then they they you know even now with the new studio coming up, there's some mm-hmm. new cool things, but it feels like they're hiding, they're taking away a lot of things that are. Super powerful as well. A lot, a lot of the stuff you do or TubeBuddy offers is worth some of the basic stuff that YouTube used to help us with, right? Used mm-hmm. to give us tags, used to suggest tags, and all that sort of stuff. Does that help you guys when when there's like a big uh, evolution? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely there's there's the good news and the bad news every time YouTube does one of these changes. From a standpoint of TubeBuddy being a browser extension, it gets integrated into YouTube's website. So mm-hmm. any change they make to their UI, if it's removing a feature, adding a feature, changing where it is on page, it really has potential to completely break TubeBuddy. Um, yeah. We're usually pretty good and jump on it immediately and you know get a new version out. But especially you know with new Studio Beta, we've spent the majority, I would say, of our time over the last six months dedicated towards converting all of our existing features over to the new studio beta. Um, so it's definitely hard to keep up. You know, the kind of the good news is I would say 80 to 90% of what we've built have just come from complaints from people <laughs> about YouTube. It's, yeah. it's really, um, we look at forums, talk to our users and they'll say, Oh, I wish you could do X, Y, Z on YouTube. And, and we jump in and say, now you can, and, and we build it. So, you know, as they evolve and change, we can kind of build in those features to help people out where there's gaps on YouTube or, you know, YouTube's kind of focused on different things at different times where we can kind of just, you know, always be focused on the creator and, and helping them. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm going to be interested to see because I've noticed that the new Studio Beta seems to be missing the option to... Uh, no, the playlist option is there, but I forgot what it was. Uh, I was looking at the other day. Uh, felt like a, uh, as a feature that I was missing, and I was like, "Huh, this is interesting." But yeah. uh, it, it's it's uh, escaping my mind right now. But uh, yeah, I, I've done one of the things that I love about TubeBuddy is that first off, you have like a very vibrant community on your forums, which yeah. is you know, as somebody who we're not millennials, uh, well, I was I would assume you're not, <laughs> but um, you know, we've been on the line for a, a long time. And, you know, I remember the days of like forums and they were the most sort of like the greatest communities because, you know, you really have to be there to, to engage. And there was mm-hmm. no algorithm. It was just people commenting and, and back and forth. And it was great. And it feels like you guys have kept that sort of like DNA, uh, old school DNA of like forums. And they're very active. I was just looking at, at them before uh, getting on the, on the call. But yeah, um, I love that. I, I think, you know, we try to take, you know, to Buddy, we kind of have Buddy has the friendly connotation and we do definitely try to build that community. And in addition to forums for us old guys, um, <laughs> we, we do have younger members of our team that, mm-hmm. for example, have really pushed for a Discord server. And yeah, to be it. honest, I've never really used Discord or, you know, it's, 
I've logged in here and there, but you know, everybody's really pushing for it. And, and we try to, you know, trust our younger members about kind of what people are using and need these days. So, so we just launched um, a discord server in the last couple of weeks here. And, and I don't know if we've really announced it. We've kind of slightly announced it, but we'll be um, promoting a lot more recently. So we'll have, you know, hopefully a space for everybody. Yeah, great. Yeah, I went on it. And again, I am have a hard time getting on it just because I have too many chat mm-hmm. ecosystems now. Like, you know, um, I got my Slack for work. I got, you know, Discord and I got, you know, regular chat and Hangouts and Facebook Messenger. It's like, Jesus, you know, like at this point, uh, I can't keep up. But I've, you know, I've been dealing with some certain individuals that are like, oh, I just use Discord. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I totally get it. Every year, there's always a hot new app. Like, it just seems like, you know, every year, every two years is a hot new video app. Like, you know, Instagram got all into video. uh, And now everybody's talking about TikTok. I mean, two years ago, it was Musical.ly, but it's sort of the evolution of that. We don't need to get into that. Do you guys look at these apps as sort of like potential, you know, do do they even allow you guys to to build anything off these these platforms? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's... Each platform kind of has their own API set up where yeah. you can build build apps against them. Um, mm-hmm. I would say as far as kind of looking into all these, one, you know, you mentioned kind of every year there's the new big XYZ, um, you know, the big new platform. And just that sentence kind of worries me that, you know, if we invest a lot of time yeah. in TikTok, well, next year it's not going to be TikTok. So everything we invest yeah. in you know, could potentially be gone, which is why um, I think the short answer is no, I don't see us ever building a whole suite of tools for anything outside of YouTube, but we definitely want to integrate those other platforms with kind of TubeBuddy or YouTube as like the core context around it. So we want to help you share your videos on Twitter or publish your videos, your YouTube videos over to Facebook and kind of having always having YouTube as the core and central piece of TubeBuddy. Um, but then as far as distributing, sharing, whatever you're going to do with your content on other platforms, hopefully uh, we can help there as well. But um, I don't see us ever building a, an Instagram buddy necessarily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would say just surface level, you know, YouTube's the only video platform that lets you optimize like everything everything else is 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 all sort of like this algorithmic that's super uh, you know all about going viral all the time and it's not it's not about a, a sort of like creating valuable content it's all about creating the most sensational content and that's not really you know that's you're sort of like left at a platform's decision and and how it does it and i don't can't even imagine a challenge it it would be to sort of build those types of tools for yeah. for that stuff but yeah i totally yeah. get where, where you're coming from with that point in terms of the scene the youtube scene right we've seen it like you know uh ebb and flow it just seems this year seems to be a little bit more i don't know a little bit more uh of a hot potato, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, with creators and I'm seeing creators quit. I'm seeing creators burn out. You know, you've been on the scene for some, for, for, for some time. Like what, what's your sense of it? You know, there was a big article last week about how uh, it was on the verge about how uh, YouTube's abandoning creators. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, you, you're not speaking for YouTube, but it does feel like they're, they're, they're focusing much more on big companies nowadays, but like, 
I don't know. How do you perceive that? What's your like sense of how things are moving along on the platform? Yeah, I guess, um, I don't know. I don't feel like they're necessarily abandoning YouTubers. Um, maybe taking them for granted would be a way to put it and just assuming they'll always be there and they'll just creating content. And, um, I mean, the core of YouTube is you, um, it is the, the small creator. So, you know, I don't think it's anything really intentional. Um, they're trying to abandon creators. They're just, you know, every platform has to evolve and, and grow. And, and I think, you know, with, with increase of celebrities on YouTube and, you know, Will Smith and these other celebrities, it's not, it's not necessarily hurting smaller creators. It's, it is bringing more eyeballs to YouTube. You know, I think creators are maybe just left to fend for themselves a little more. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I can't expect you to have like the full answer. It's just, you know, it's more your sense of how things are moving along because it just seems like uh, every platform is going through like a little bit of a rough patch, (laughs) I would say. (laughs) And, you know, YouTube sort of got away with it for a little bit, but now it seems to be catching up to it. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how things are going in terms of TubeBuddy. Like, is there anything that you consider like the next big challenge for you? Like, is that, you know, or the next big goal or, you know, what's coming on, you know, uh, for TubeBuddy that you think, you know, what's the future of TubeBuddy? Where do you see yourself going? I mean, honestly, it's after we've been around four and a half years now almost. And with how many features we have in the product, it's it's actually difficult these days to come up with new ideas that aren't just going to clutter our feature set. So I think a lot of what we've done recently is, especially this year, um, we just hired some new developers to come in and kind of help revamp the user interface and kind of really educate people on YouTube and TubeBuddy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, early on it was, there was essentially four of us We're all developer, all developers, all the co-founders and really focused on just building, building, building. We weren't really kind of teaching people how to u- use TubeBuddy. And I think that's kind of finally caught up to us. So we're, we're taking a breath. We're looking at what we offer, just improving what we offer, helping people use it better. Mm-hmm. I would say that's an overarching theme for this year, but you know, as far as day-to-day challenges, there are things, like I mentioned, uh, integrating into Studio Beta takes up a lot of our time. Um, and the challenge is just keeping up with YouTube's changes. Now that we do have so many features, you know, anytime YouTube changes something, it breaks TubeBuddy and yeah. we have to go in and fix it. And are they, are they, Do you think they're, are they iterating faster these days? I think so. Um, you know, the... I don't know if you watch the Creator Insiders um, channel. With uh, yeah, Tom. I mean, uh, they've, they've definitely improved that channel in the last little while. Yeah, so um, they seem pretty, you know, open and responsive and working with creators on the new studio beta. So I definitely see a lot of changes. I mean, especially as they build out studio beta, it's not necessarily new features. It's a lot of the existing features over in studio. Um, so maybe it feels like they're building more faster but it's actually a lot of the same just a new look just out of curiosity did they warn you when there's a new feature going up do you guys know oh <laughs> uh, no they do not oh um, wow yeah i mean we unfortunately uh much less access to to youtube or or you know special information than people might think we're definitely reactive um to the changes but luckily you know we have 
hundreds of thousands of daily active users. And, you know, if anything's broken, we'll find out about it. Quick. Very quickly. And, uh, yeah. So we got to yeah. fix it quick. Yeah. Cool. Specifically to TubeBuddy, uh, I want to say like, what's, you know, from the, obviously you, you see what, you know, users are, or your customers are using, you know, <laughs> are you able to sort of like, just, just say like, what's, what's the feature that like literally everybody, you know, sort of uses or like most, most used by everybody? Um, yeah, I'd say the, our keyword explorer, which yeah. is essentially keyword research. And, um, I think a lot of people get maybe a little bit confused with it. I mean, everybody seems obsessed with tags and, you know, YouTube keeps telling you tags don't matter or, yeah. or matter very little. And at least me personally, I try to stress that as well, but our keyword explorer really lets you research topics and finding underserved topics where maybe a lot of people are searching for it, but there aren't many videos made on the topic or the videos aren't properly optimized in search results. So you have a good chance of ranking kind of on the first page of results um, gives you kind of the questions people are asking about related to that topic. So it's, it's a really in-depth, I think put together really nicely visually way to kind of research any topic on YouTube. Cool. I mean, that's definitely a, that's definitely a power feature that, you know, YouTube took away many, many, many years ago and obviously didn't have the rankings the way you guys, uh, you know, highlight the rankings in that, that space. Yep. So it's definitely a good, uh, a very powerful tool. What is the feature that you think is like really underused that people should be using more? I would say, I mean, at this point, we we have an A-B testing feature where you can test different thumbnails yes. uh, or titles. And, and just, you know, a lot of things you do on YouTube, it's hard to really quantify the results. But with A-B testing, you could have, a, say, a click-through rate on a video at 3%. You change the thumbnail and you bump that to 6%. You know, you've essentially doubled the number of views you're getting per day at that point. Yeah. Um, twice as many people are clicking on it so i definitely like that feature because it gives you some some solid results um you can actually see the numbers see the changes um and i mean on that note it sounds like based on reports studio beta is going to offer some sort of a b testing in the future so it'll be interesting to see what youtube offers maybe uh you know maybe ours will be worthless compared to theirs but we'll, we'll keep chugging along. And I mean, that's just a good example of uh, we always have to innovate and come up with new ideas as, as YouTube comes up with updates themselves. Yeah. I'll admittedly say that the AB, the AB feature is underused by myself as well. I've used it a few times and be like amazed at the results, but I haven't had many opportunities to use it. And it's not just a thumbnail. It's like, you can change the title as well. Right. And the description. Yeah. Title tags yeah. kind of any any variation to see That's, what performed yeah. best across yeah i've seen i've seen results and i did specifically use it for a, can, a client campaign a couple a couple of weeks ago and saw which thumbnail worked best after mm -hmm. a few a few weeks and and i'll use that data for uh for our graphic designer to help with more optimization yes yep. awesome so the elephant in the room here uh, you have a big competitor. It's you're not the only one in uh, in this space doing you know these type of tools. When people ask you what's the difference, you know, or you know what sets you apart between you and and VidIQ, what do you say? And you know, wh what's your relationship with them like? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I think to start off, 
I, I'd like to put it out there that that we do like VidIQ. Things are a good company. Um, they offer some great features. You know, maybe three years ago or so, I didn't have the same feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of over the years, I mean, we're at, we're at all the same events. Uh, you know, we hang out with them a little bit at events. You know, we like what they're doing. We actually try to kind of work with each other where, you know, as far as screen real estate with a browser extension, we're kind of injecting all of our features on YouTube's page. Yep. Um, and and we, we encourage people to install and use both. And we don't want to kind of overstep on each other and make sure users have the ability to hide certain features. Um, so, so in that sense, we try to kind of coordinate and work together where it makes sense. Um, as far as the kind of differences, I mean, the first I would say is um, just a quick, easy one is platforms where vidIQ you can download on Chrome only but two buddies available for Chrome, Safari, Firefox, Opera. So I think we get a lot of users across those other um, browsers. Yep. We also have a mobile app on iPhone and Android, and we even have uh, an Amazon Alexa app where you can <laughs> get your latest subscriber counts or industry news, things like that. So platforms, I think at a high level, people ask us as far as the product itself, what are the differences? And at a high level, we tend to focus a little more on channel management, time-saving, optimization, whereas I would say they're a little bit more on the data analytics side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I mean, maybe maybe one day you'll get somebody on their end to talk about it. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> kind of to hear what they would have to say as well, but that's the sense that I get. Well, I mean, that's great. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, like, I think it's very cool that you guys have, um, you know, sort of like a chill relationship. It's sort of like this, yeah. it's it's a very webby way of thinking. It's sort of like, hey, there's space for both. And, you know, you sort of like, you know, you see what the other one's doing. You say, okay, well, we're going to try to build something better. And then, you know, they do the same. And, you know, obviously, or they just don't don't go and get in that space and let you guys focus on it. But I think it's, it's, uh, it's a great little sort of like semi-rivalry that you guys have sort of friendly rivalry, I would say at this point. Right. And and I would say ultimately we both know that we each have kind of the creator's best interests in mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're both out there really trying to help the YouTube community. And I think we respect each other for that sense and, um, you know, try to play nicely. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Phil, Thank you very much. That's all the questions I had. It was great to have you on the show. Uh, if there's anything else that you wanted to sort of announce, uh, you know, this is your chance. Um, I'll just say stay tuned over the next couple months. Um, we will have some big announcements. Oh, awesome. But maybe we'll have to come back on. <laughs> we'll we'll happily have you on. Happily have you on. And let me also quickly say, very proud to be the sponsor of uh, Video Insiders Podcast. Uh-oh. and enjoy listening to it on, on my jogs on the weekends. So, awesome. Uh, yes. Oh, jogging. I, I remember that. <laughs> I, I don't jog in the winter. So it's sort of like, <laughs> it's sort of oh, like, I forgot. Forgot about that. I I but yeah, thank uh, Yeah. I mean, if I was in San Diego, it'd be a different story. Thanks a lot, Phil. And thank you again for, for sponsoring us and having faith in us. It's sort of really, All right. you guys have been amazing. Thank you. Well, that was an awesome conversation. Thank you very much, Phil, for coming on the show. Uh, I loved hearing the behind the scenes story of how TubeBuddy came to be and 
what it's doing, you know, the awesome work that uh, Phil and his team are doing. Yeah, and what what comes across in the in the interview, and also really comes across from knowing Phil and meeting him multiple times at various events over the years, is that he really does care about creators. Like, I don't think, and you can attest to this, Carlos, as well. You'll ever meet a more generous person with their time and with their expertise, and you know, giving free upgrades to people like us, but also to, you know, they do a lot of creative giveaways on Twitter and on social media. And, um, you know, he he does some free giveaways for, you know, less, um, people in less advantageous positions in the world, shall we say. So I think he's a real beacon for our our industry, uh, which, you know, can, can often be tarnished with, you know, big companies that are, know not don't have great reputations you know mcn type companies and networks and all of these different types of agencies don't have reputations that are great it's really good to see someone in a a company that is you know really altruistic but is really has built a you know a thriving and and growing company yeah that's one of the reasons why we use them and support them and love working with them because of the genuine just a genuine community engagement and uh, support that the team has so yeah thanks again phil and thank you again to buddy for supporting the show yeah and thank you guys for listening if you enjoyed this please leave us a review in whatever podcast app you are using um drop us a rating make sure you're subscribed if you're not subscribed already and the best way for us to grow apart from that is for you sharing this with a friend or sharing this episode on social if you want to get in touch with us our email is hello at videoinsiders.fm and we are on twitter at video insiders 